to safeguard the people. An essay by Rachel Gill. To safeguard the people of the state of Oregon from the dangers of unqualified and improper practice of psychology, no person shall, unless exempted from the provisions of ORS 675010, to 675150 by ORS 675090. These statutes are Oregon state laws defined in reference to the authority of the Oregon Psychologist Board of Examiners for investigating and disciplining unlicensed, pra unlicensed practitioners of psychology. The latter statute delineating exemption provisions for occupations subject to governance by respective state boards ineffectively assigns a board primarily known for examinations and licensing of psychologists the un additional unconventional duty of policing, trying, and judging unlicensed psychology practice when traditional courts are more qualified and will willful in exerting powers of authority. It is contrary to safeguarding the public and the statutory purpose defined by 675020 further complicates questions of legality in relation to contracting human services to allied agencies. Allied agencies as defined in Oregon Administrative Rule 410-120-000 parentheses 12 is local and regional governmental agencies and regional authorities that contract with DHS to provide the delivery of services to covered individuals, i.e. receivers of Medicaid and uh, or OHP, otherwise called OHP. ORS 675 0901E describes exemption to psychologist licensure requirements regarding employees of certified non-inpatient providers of mental health services, specifically relative to, quote, a person who is employed by a local, state, or federal government agency or employed by a community mental health program or drug and alcohol treatment program licensed or certified by the state of Oregon. Reference Oregon Department of Justice. Exemption provisions present legality issues that are confusing and risky when matters of interpreting law rely upon non-legislator witnesses to determine legislative intent not reflected in statutory language. Statutory and judicial rules of construction distinctly outline how to read and interpret text in assessing legislative intent of laws minimizing the risk and confusing common word usage with plain meanings, distinguishes judiciary process from lay analysis. With this in mind, let us examine the referred exemptions implied by ORS 6750901E. Practice of psychology, according to ORS 6750104, is defined as rendering or offering to render supervision, consultation, evaluation, or therapy services to individuals, groups, or organization for the purpose of diagnosing or treating behavioral, emotional, or mental disorders. Practice of psychology also includes delegating the administration 
and scoring of tests to technicians qualified by and under the direct supervision of licensed psychologists. Reference Department of Justice. Relevant statutory terms expressed in Oregon Administrative Rule 858-010-000 further narrow interpretive potentials by respectively defining rendered services as supervision overseeing a professional's work on the diagnosis or treatment of mental disorders, consultation conferring or giving expert advice on the diagnosis or treatment of mental disorders, and evaluation assessing mental disorders or mental functioning including administering, scoring, and interpreting tests of mental abilities of or personality, therapy, remedial treatment, or uh, of mental disorder. ORS 675020, which forbids the unlicensed practice of psychology, is an essential component to public safety because it, albeit direct, indirectly, draws an important line between commerce and exploitation that must be kept in check in order to maintain a healthy, just, and caring society. There is also a key vulnerability factor that is present in the field of psychology, specifically clinical psychology, that is important to consider to see to the well-being of persons who may not otherwise be within the capacity to do so for themselves. The history of mental health is not a pleasant one. And the current state, though it is improving, is still trying to earn a respectful place amongst the more established sciences. Much research is needed. Most psychotherapists have a do-it-yourself approach because there is no standardization of psychotherapy. Any therapist may conduct their sessions as they see fit, which presents a serious risk to the populations to whom which they serve. ORS 675020 means to add an extra measure of protection to a population that sorely needs advocacy and po a positive network of support. Stigma is a side effect of the past that stands today as a testament to the abusive and harmful ways in which persons with psychological disorders were treated in asylums and psychiatric wards before deinstitutionalization. Though lobotomies are now illegal in most parts of the world today, you can still get shock treatments. And the Oregon Health Plan may even pay for it, despite the lack of qualifying scientific evidence to support this type of treatment. There's still a large lack of concern when it comes to people who suffer with psychological ailments, and there is a undertone of blame I know it because I experience it regularly. This is what the Oregon Board of Psychologists examiner, Examiner's mission statement says. Our mission is to protect and benefit public health and safety, to remove quality, to, to promote quality in the psychology profession. We are committed to ensuring that Oregon consumers receive psychological services that are ethical and competent. We are rooted in responding to issues affecting the health and safety of the public. We strive for a tradition of decisions that are appropriate and fair. We are available and invite participation in our mission of protecting and benefiting the public. Well, 
In March 2009, I requested the Oregon Board of Psychologist Examiners to investigate Multnomah County Verity Integrated Behavioral Health Care Services, i.e. Multnomah Managed Mental Health Care for the poor people, i.e. Medicaid funds. Charmaine Kinney, the Senior Quality Management Coordinator, is an employee of Multnomah Verity and happened to deny me dialectical behavioral therapy, which is a cognitive behavioral and evidence-based practice designed specifically to treat persons with borderline personality disorder, which is a part of my diagnosis. Despite three referrals from licensed professionals, one a psychiatrist that was uh, assessing me on behalf of OHP to, to determine whether or not to give me OHP, a uh, resident, uh, a resident uh, psychologist uh, with her master's degree under direct supervision, and a licensed clinical so social worker who was employed by NARA, the Native American Rehabilitation Association. Despite these three professional referrals, Ms. Kinney, a, an administrator, refused to authorize payment to Portland DBT. Instead, she suggested a less expensive alternative through Cascadia Behavioral Health, who in 2008, was in an upheaval due to mismanagement of public funds. Hmm, good place to refer me to. Cascadia ended up transferring many patients to other providers during the time that I was being recommended to them for treatment and gained enough public tension to force government to move to action. See Portland Business Journal, June 16, 2008. As she uh, recommended Cascadia, she added that they used the same manual that Portland DBT did and therefore could fill my needs, as if practicing psychology was something that a person could read and do as easily as a recipe out of a cookbook. To say, this least, to say the least, this concerned me in many ways. Therefore, I decided to look into it. After doing some research, I found that Ms. Kinney's MPAHA degree is a Master of Professional Arts in Health Administration. Portland State University's requirements for obtaining the specific de degree do not list a single course in psychology or social and behavioral sciences. This means that Ms. Kinney, who has had, who had, who has more authority than the three licensed professionals who referred me to Portland DBT has no, no formal education in psychology. I, who have completed two courses in college level psychology, am more qualified to hold her position than she is. Is this acceptable? It certainly is not legal. It is a gross act of negligence that Oregon State and Multnomah County cooperatively would give a person with who has no education in psychology a job that not only is in direct violation of the law, but also wields more power over patients' treatment 
than those who do hold licenses in their respective field. Psychologist expertise reduced to less than county employee opinion. The following statement is the reply I received from Karen Berry of the Oregon Board of Psychologist Examiners, those who, who the safeguarding of the pub, the people who safeguard the public, uh, regarding my request to investigate Multnomah County Verity Behavioral Integrated Behavioral Healthcare <gasps> Services. Ms. Seal, she spelled my last name Gill as C E I L. I am returning your complaint materials because this board has no jurisdiction over state agencies or persons who are authorized by the state of Oregon to render professional or mental health services provided that they do not use the title psychologist in connection with their activities. Hmm, this explains why the word staff is kicked around so much in uh, community mental health. Um, please see ORS 675-090-1CD. Ms. Kinney is an employee of Verity Behavioral Health, which is exempt under these provisions. This is written by Karen Berry, uh, investigator for the Oregon Board of Psychologist Examiners, March 18, 2009. The response was disheartening, to say the least. The American Psycholo Psychologist Association issued a statement on evidence-based practices in 2005 which states, treatment decisions should never be made by untrained persons unfamiliar with the specifics of the case. While this may be true, what powers have words in comparisons to politics, money, and indifference? Karen Berry is an investigator for the Oregon Board of Psychologist Examiners. She is neither a judge nor a psychologist and is incorrect in her interpretation of the law. In fact, in, re in, in researching the statutes that she referred me to, I came upon a Oregon State Department of Justice General Counsel Division court opinion related specifically to the statute that she referred to at the direct request of the Oregon Board of Psychologist Examiners, which states, quote, employees of approved non-inpatient providers are not exempt from the licensure requirement of ORS 675020. Consequently, without a license, they may not provide services that constitute the practice of psychology as defined by state and rule. Further in the report, Chief Counsel Donald C. Arnold goes on to, to say this about certification. DHS certifies non-inpatient providers solely for the purpose of approving them for insurance reimbursement, meaning certification has nothing to do with qualifications and has nothing to do with assuring the services that are being provided by these contracts. This is directly from the Department of Justice, the Oregon Department of Justice. So I submitted this 12-page court opinion specifically addressed to the Oregon Board of Psychologist Examiners along with the materials and evidence that was previously rejected and asked humbly for reconsideration 
and any any evidence that would that would justify maintaining that that they have no jurisdiction and I received no response and my calls went unanswered thanks for safeguarding the public this leads us to the issue of contracting human services a very insidious wasteful and harmful practice that is finding its way into all areas of the government contracting in essence is a way for government to relinquish responsibility without transferring all the legal obligations that come along with providing services directly and it gives local governments who are usually the contractors the opportunity to utilize people's sufferings to potentially profit by having providers bid over who gets to provide services and by denying access to the most costly services which is what happened to me <clears throat> so contracting human services is basically treating people like stocks and bonds it seems a risky unethical and dangerous business that the public would neither pay for or support and yet the Multnomah County Auditor 2008 report state uh, 2008 report states that quote the county has made little progress toward implementing most of the contracting related audit recommendations over the past eight years Ms. Kinney's job is at the public's expense in more than one way. Is this a good investment or a benefit to anyone other than a handful of county employees? Would the people allow such practices to go on for near a decade with no concern or recourse? It would appear so. The public is still paying and the government is still looking the other way. So, given the potential risk of human harm, is it any wonder that more people needing help for psychological psychological disorders do not seek it the american psychological association supports cognitive behavioral th theory which proposes that psychological disorders are a result of both biological and environmental influences with this in mind we can see how the government essentially is creating an antagonistic environment and selling it as health care when it's having the opposite effect and, and provides no means of legal relief for those who li whose lives are at stake. Is this a reflection of society's overall attitude towards the sick and the poor or just the psychologically disordered? The answer is not clear. Has the value, the true value of human life been reduced to that of a mere object, a financial instrument auctioned to the highest bidder? Are some people less important or less valuable? Depressed persons already feel worthless, so why not treat them that way? What are the answers? Who's asking these questions other than me? In response to the 2008 Multnomah County Auditor Report, Multnom Multnomah County Commissioner Ted Wheeler, um, who's now a state treasurer, declared that the current crisis involving Cascadia Behavioral Health Care and our entire mental health 
system provides a stark example of the human cost of problematic contracts. In closing, he pledges, he pledges to the auditor to help the public in holding us accountable for our progress. Two years later, no changes. Ms. Kinney still holds her job, which leads one to wonder, what good are laws to those who have no power to enforce them? I suppose this may have very well been the same question the Oregon Board of Psychologist Examiners were asking themselves when they decided to ask Senator Whitsett, District 28, to sponsor a bill to amend SB 174, which refers to ORS 675020 and would allow for a person to practice psychology without a license for up to two years with no threat of penalty. Fortunately, there was good enough sense in Congress that day to fail the bill. Meanwhile, I continue my journey for wellness, dignity, self-respect, and rights, clinging to a thread of hope, trying to maintain the belief that somehow, someday, my experience may serve to prevent others from the inadvertent abuse I experience. I have less than a year to file suit against the state. It is proving to be near impo it, it's proving to be impossible to find a lawyer who is willing to put their career on the line for the common good on contingency at the risk of losing political allies along with a case and according to the strictness of the tort laws concerning public bodies which have limitations that uh, quote normal or regular non-government affiliated businesses uh, do not have. So the tort laws concerning public bodies, which is what Verity is, are in ORS 30.260 to 30.300. And they are part of a chapter that refers to special proceedings. So far, I have contacted near 20 lawyers, and each one of them has shut me out before I could even get my foot in the door. This is not encouraging. It is no wonder that so many lower-income people have so little faith in the justice system. Meanwhile, Ms. Kinney has the protection of 15 county lawyers who have no qualms about protecting illegal practices for a decade. The county, the state, the newspapers, advocacy organizations, my therapist, each have consistently buried or marginalized my claim. I'm trying not to let depression in the world bury me, but who is a person to turn to when the advocate is the abuser is indifferent or does not concern themselves with individuals only raising awareness. Well, I guess a person turns to herself. So, I continue my journey and you just may see me standing before a court trying to hold myself together and pursue my mental health as I'm trying to stand up for my own rights against the state when all I'm asking for is what the law 
guarantees me that I and any person under the care of the county will have legally qualified care. This started as an issue of, of service access. But when I realized that the person that that two people who that the two people who denied me and prevented me from the therapy that I'm now in and gaining skills from and am totally getting so much more than I've ever gotten from any other psychotherapy or drugs, um, Sorry, had to calm down a little bit. This is a really strong opinion to me. But the, the access to service morphed into something gr bigger when I realized that the problem was a lot more than I had expected. When I was denied, and I realized that I was denied by somebody who had no education in psychology, the first thing that came to my mind was how many people have fell through the cracks, and died, faded into the shadows. You, I know by my own experience that, that people have died because of this ridiculous and illegal practice that continues to go on and be defended uh, by the state um, at Verity. And for those people those people who are gone and for the people who are going to be in Verity's care after I've moved on, I continue this fight. This is bigger than me. This is my fight for my rights and for human dignity and for all the people out there who are suffering, asking for help and getting beat down because of it. We need to put the care back into health care. And I'm not going to quit until somebody listens. Somebody who has the power to enforce these laws listens. I just didn't think it would take me this far. I wonder if I'll be in, if they'll make me go to trial. I hope not. But I can't find a lawyer. Because nobody wants to come near anything that has to do with mental illness. Unless they're defending a criminal case for uh, not guilty by reason of insanity. Which, by the way, insanity is has no um, diagnostic definition. It is strictly used in a legal context. But that's another story. Ultimately, despite the burden and strain it places on my quest for recovery, somehow I intend to find justice. I refuse to be silent knowing that others will be treated as I have. My conscience is too strong. It's giving me a sense of purpose, if anything. 
Licensing the practice of psychology is an essential component to public safety that is only effective in regulating businesses that offer specialized healthcare services to vulnerable populations when there are equal provisions and efforts in place that create the power and will of authority that is necessary for maintaining and upholding laws such as ORS 675020. We, the people, must act. We must say no more. We must force action because accountability cannot be asked. If you have to ask for accountability, there is no accountability. So let's stop with the panels and the discussions and the, and the you know, buzzwords and the promises and the arbitrary reports and initiatives and and wasting money and let's just get down to the heart of the matter here. Let's hire some psychologists. And if there's not any out there, then let's set up some scholarships that encourage people to continue their education. I'm going all the way. If I have to become a psychologist in order to get better myself, then, da then darn it, I will because I have to. It's the only way. I refuse to give up. I refuse to give up. I refuse to give in. I've come too far to be beat down by the people who are supposed to be helping me along the way. So are you with me? If you are, then you need to contact Oregon Addictions and Mental Health. Contact your 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 local your uh, representatives. Contact Multnomah Verity. Contact the county commissioners and tell them that you do not agree. You do not support Multnomah Verity, and you do not support the unlawful practice of psychology. And you want action. I am one voice. I am one voice who has other problems that make that get in the way of me being an, an effective advocate at times. I need your help. We need your help. We need to act if we want to see our community become a community. Are you with me?